Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. 
That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Most people know what's the one thing that's like preventing me from like winning the day, you know, like having a good day. And most of the time, it's something really simple. Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Vardy, and this week on the show, I'm joined by Brian Dixon. Brian is the author of the book, Start With Your People, The Daily Decision That Changes Everything, and he really believes you're here for a purpose. He's a podcaster, he's a conference speaker, and he's a business coach, and he's passionate about helping high-potential leaders and teams thrive in a world of overwhelming options. On this episode, we get into a ton of great stuff and why he believes it's important to start with your people. We talk about the Enneagram at some point. We talk about uh, the idea of taking time to talk to each other about problems and just digging into the people that really can power your productivity. It's not something you think about at first glance, but there's a lot to it. So let's get to my conversation and don't forget to stick around for my Productivity is Podcast Pick of the Week directly related to our conversation. So spoiler alert, I do mention the podcast during our conversation. Speaking of which, here's my conversation with Brian Dixon here on the Productivityist Podcast. I'd like to welcome Brian Dixon to the Productivityist Podcast. Brian, thanks for joining me today. Mike, I'm so excited to be here. This is going to be great because we're going to start right away. We're going to start with people. Actually, this is the name of your book. Start with your people, the daily decision that changes everything. And what I want to get into right away is the idea of dis- deciding. You know, uh, mm. Tony Robbins, and you've probably heard this before, you know, he's, he's famously said, you know, when he's talking about to decide something means to cut off. That's what the, the, the etymology of the word decide is to cut off like means that. no other options. Right. So you've said that there's a daily decision, which means you're cutting off all other decisions that, to, that will essentially change everything, which I know that's not exact. Like, let's, let's be clear. <laughs> it's not, the, that's not, that's, right. that's a bit, that's a bit, um, you know, that's bold. Um, what is, what's that decision and why, why did you decide that that was the decision that needed to be put in place so that everything else could change? Uh, I love, the, I love the question. I, th- I think productivity is about, is about decision-making, right? And, uh, you know, before we started recording, we, we started talking about the, the godfather of productivity, David Allen, mm-hmm. right? And David would often say, uh, uh, GTD is like, uh, having a mind like water and what does water do, right? Water just responds the way it's supposed to respond. And that's like, that's the dream of our day that we can just be in the moment or in flow, you know, and our day just goes perfectly. And we just follow the system that we have. And, and many of you guys listening right now are system-based people. I'm a system-based person. I love systems. Um, but here's the thing we're, we're about to do our system, you know, like I'm about to press the the button on my Nespresso machine to make my espresso, or I'm about to take a phone call that I had scheduled, or I'm about to walk out the door because I have this errand I need to run. And then there are these little pairs of eyes, right? The little three-year-old toddler, my, my youngest son, or my six-year-old daughter, or my nine-year-old son, or my wife of 17 years. And they have a look in their eye. And the look is basically 
daddy, can you help me? Or, or, you know, husband, can you help me? Um, and that's where we make a decision. We decide, am I going to put my project, the thing that I was already going to do in front of this important relationship in my life, or am I going to just check in real quick? Hey honey, it looks like you need something from me. I've got this thing I got to go to. Uh, can we talk about it later? Or is it quick? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and it's mm -hmm. just the decision to look towards the people in your life. And, and when you do that, then you can live in this confidence of living out your productivity with your people cheering you along the way instead of getting in your way. One of the things that you brought up there, which I think was, was really important is the idea of the idea of the project that you're working on. One of the things I struggle with, mm -hmm. even I work from home. And so there's this, yeah. uh, you know, the, the separation between, you know, home and work is fluid at best. I do my best to make sure that like, so for example, if we were recording right now, uh, you know, which we are, but no one's home because on Wednesdays is my listening day. And for those of you <laughs> who've been following me for a while, it's like the day that I focus on audio work and nobody's home because the kids are at school. My wife's at work. She sometimes yeah. works from home. So there, I know with absolute certainty that there's nothing going to get you know, in the way of what I need to be doing today. Mm -hmm. Now, some people would say that, that, you know, it, setting that up, it, it, it's, uh, how, how can you do that? Like you're, you're, you know, it's, it's, for me, it's working from those certainties. So in, in my mind, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this is when you're starting with people, mm -hmm. how important is it for you to go, okay, this is what I know to be true with, with the people that I'm working with and the people that I'm living with. How do I structure my, my time and my tasks in a way that will put them first and still let me do the things that I need to do? Because if you serve yourself, right, you ultimately are serving them as well. Yes. It's, it's nuanced. So I, what I've been doing actually today, which is kind of fun on my Instagram stories is I just did like a day in the life of Brian and like every 30 minutes to, to an hour, I'm just taking a screenshot or taking a picture of wherever I happen to be and posting the time. Cause I want somebody to see what does it actually take to be a full-time coach. You know, that's, that's my main source of revenue is I'm a clarity coach. I help people with their, their audience, their message and their products. What does it mean to show up for podcast interviews? Like, what does that take? What does it take to be an engaged dad? What does it take to, to be a, a, an engaged husband? What does it take to work from home? And I kind of, I'm showing people behind the scenes. And so today I'll use today as an example. I was up, Mike, I was up at four 30 this morning. I had an hour completely to myself from four 30 to five 30. And then my kids didn't wake up till 6.05 today. So then I had another 35 minutes, not planned, because I planned for them to be awake as early as 5.30. Uh, and so then I had this sort of bonus 35 minutes this morning where I could read a chapter in a book. I could kind of look at my day, get a little bit of a head start. Uh, and by taking the time uh, in the morning for myself, I was really able to show up for my people. And and especially for those uh, those work from home moms and dads out there, for those parents out there that that even work at an office outside of the home, um, there is this feeling when you first see one of your kids in the morning, and the feeling is either, oh, like. I missed it. Like I missed my window. Like now they're in my face. They, they have a question for me or they need to get ready for school or they need their diaper changed or like whatever, whatever age your kid is, they need money for, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, they're in my face now and I missed the window 
that I could have had if I just went to bed an hour earlier. I talk about it a little bit in the book, but the idea is the one hour exchange. I'm sure you've had people because you've had so many episodes. I'm sure somebody's mentioned this before, but you know, take that take that last hour of the day. So I watched one episode of The Office last night and I could have watched three episodes, but I watched one and I decided to take the hour it would have taken to watch those other two episodes and I traded it. I traded it for that one hour in the morning. And I knew that I'm going to have a better day. I'm going to be a better, uh, show up better as a husband, father, business owner, as a coach. If I just exchange those two hours, that those two office episodes at night for one hour of journaling and prayer and meditation and planning in the morning. So interestingly, and conversely, I'm the night owl, right? And and for those Mm -hmm. who've listened for a while, so I'm the guy that goes to bed at like one in the morning. What, yeah. what was interesting, and this is, this is going to lead nicely into, into, you know, especially dealing with, with, with your partner is my wife is not that way. And what she appreciates in the morning yeah. is the time to herself, like you're talking about to read her book, to just puddle, you know, you know, putter around and yeah. do what she needs to do. Because again, like you said, once the kids are up, five 30 is not happening for our kids at all. <laughs> my son's sure. my son's seven thirty. my daughter's a teenager. So it's like, get up, get up. It's time to go to school. That's a whole right. other discussion about why high school kids are going to school so early. You know, that's, that's a whole other discussion point. But, um, I was, I was, I remember, uh, one of my clients actually recommended, Mm -hmm. uh, he said, you should go to bed at the same time as your spouse, because then you can connect and you can really like it creates. And I was thinking (laughs) that's a great idea because I do, I want to connect with her. And we, I did that for about four days, maybe a little bit longer. Actually it was, might, Mm might've been a little bit longer. And eventually my wife said like, why are like, cause I would lie in bed at like 10 at night. And I'd be, this is what you'd hear from me every few minutes. She'd hear like a, because <sighs> my brain <laughs> was still that. going. And, yes. and so we eventually had this conversation about, you know, I, and, and it was a, it was a candid one about like, Hey, the reason I'm going to bed early at like a 10 at night or when you go to bed is because then we can connect. And she goes, well, here, let me put it to you this way. Number one, when you come to bed at the same time as me, I can't stretch my arm out across where you wouldn't, where you sleep because that's how I go to sleep. So you've already disrupted that. Secondly, now right. that you're getting up earlier in the morning, you're now in my space when I'm trying to do, and she goes, and she said, and now you're feeling, you know, so it's actually making things worse. She goes, cause for, yes. you know, 14 years we were doing this. And then for the past, you know, you know, little while you've been doing it the other way. And so I just said, okay, I listened to what she had to say and went back to my patterns, which I was more than happy to keep in the first place. And all of a sudden right. perspective changed. So the, why I bring this up is, Communication. I think that when you're starting mm-hmm. with people, like the how th- that communication piece to me is is incredibly important. You mentioned that as well. Like what what steps do people need to take to before they start to you know assume that this is how they should start with people? How what steps should they take to make sure that they're communicating in a way that makes sure they're starting on the right foot with people? Oh, it's such such a great question, and it's yeah. Again, it's it's so nuanced. Like it 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 depends on on you know, the relationship with, with your, with your partner, right. With your significant other. Uh, and so I can only speak from my experience and, and the people that I, that I coach and I work with. Uh, but what I've found is it's so important to have a conversation before the event. So as an example, um, you know, my, my wife is doing this, this fitness challenge thing. She's doing her first half marathon and that means she's got the schedule. So think about productivity, right? She's 
got this schedule she's got to follow a certain number of miles she needs to run every day and she's a mom she's a stay-at-home mom she's got a busy day with kids and her her schedule gets knocked off of course every day probably every other hour uh, and so what we do is we have a conversation before the action so just checking in hey you know so it just sounds, and it's on text message. We use a, an app called Voxer, like this, you know, walkie talkie app, mm -hmm. uh, or it might be in person. Uh, but it's as simple as, uh, Hey, I've, uh, you know, I wasn't able to run like I planned. And so I'm hoping to run at eight o'clock tonight. Does that work for you? You know? And what that means to me is, Oh, I was planning on doing something else at eight o'clock. So let me shift my day around a little bit so that I can make sure if there's a kid that sneaks out of bed at eight, like I'm, I'm present. So we've really learned to let our calendar, uh, to live out our priorities through our calendar. Right. So to, to, to right. And I'm sure you teach this. So, so to look at making sure I want to make sure every single minute of my day is scheduled. I do it in usually like 30 minute blocks, but, but from wake up to go to bed, if you looked at my Google calendar, you'd say, okay, you are completely booked. Like, of course I'm completely booked and I have everything blocked off, including kid time, commute time, like everything is blocked off. And, and then when she needs to change something around or I need to change something around, I move it on the calendar, have a conversation, and then we're on the same page. And, and as, and even going to bed, like even when we go to bed, because I've been finding that I'm so much more productive when I wake up early in the morning, mm -hmm. which means I'm a zombie after nine, after 9 PM. So if she wants to have a conversation about finances or about mother-in-law or about like Christmas plans or something, that's not happening after nine o'clock. I like how you identified mean, those three as the big stressful <laughs> conversations. Those, <laughs> those are the issues, right? Let's be real. <laughs> so we need to move it. So I just need to say, honey, my energy is zapped. It is nine o'clock right now. Let's look at tomorrow. When can we have this conversation? And just having that conversation before the action, uh, you know, we've been married 17 years, so we've made a ton of mistakes, but this is one of the things that I've really learned is just to say something as simple as, you know, listen, I've been on interviews all day, or I've been staring at my screen all day. I need a walk around the block. Would you mind if I go take a walk before I help with dinner? Like that conversation alone can completely change your marriage because you're telling her why you're like, you're saying, Hey, I just need a little bit of fresh air. Is it cool if I just go take a 10 minute walk so I can be a human person and be like nice to you again. And, and I've just found, I, I, I mean, my wife's awesome, but I don't think she's different than many other wives or significant others out there. Like for her to know what, what's the reason behind the action. So you have the conversation, she knows the reason she believes in you, right? She wants, she wants you to thrive. You want her to thrive. You have that conversation and that can handle an abundance of issues. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting free Fridays. Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store and even when you're pinching yourself because yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. 
And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. And yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not, because Crash Plan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast. So take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, CrashPlan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to crashplan.com slash timecrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's crashplan.com slash timecrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. 
The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. All right, we're going to take a break from the conversation, but when we come back, one of the things we're going to talk about is the special kind of day that Brian takes that you might be able to use as a daily theme, which is the kind of thing I talk about with time crafting. But what I want to get to now is how you can help communicate better with the people in your world. And you could do this via email or in a whole bunch of other ways, but I'm going to focus on email right now because one of the things that I'm able to do now, thanks to Text Expander, is make my email deliverables and what I share in email a lot more personal and text expander has played a huge role in that you can really unlock your productivity with text expander now Mac users who are upgrading Catalina text expander is ready and working text expander works everywhere you type whether that's word Google Docs email like I just mentioned web forms and more and and my email replies are basically different every single time because I'm able to use text expander it's also another way of saying that my replies would be faster more efficient because I use text expander and the fill-ins and pop-up features are really, really powerful. I use them all the time with podcast guests, with people I'm communicating with. I have this thing called the hello habit and I actually use text expander for that as well. Not just in emails, but in texts that I'm sending either via iMessage or even on Facebook. Text expander for teams is also really, really powerful. It helps your new employees get up to speed faster because of all the things that they need to type right away. They're already there. They're already snippets and you don't really need to worry about what operating system you're using using because text expander is available for mac os windows chrome iphone and ipad so whether you're an apple you know addict or a windows user or an android person text expander has you covered now i want to help you get the benefits that text expander has to offer just go to textexpandercom podcast and then select the productivity podcast from the drop down you'll get 20 percent off your first year of text expander so again visit textexpandercom podcast choose the productivity podcast from the drop down that way they know you heard it from me and you'll get 20% off your first year. It is so worth it. You'll be able to communicate better, type faster, and unlock your productivity with Text Expander. Give it a try today. One of the things I'm doing is trying to deepen my relationships with people, communicate better, all that stuff. I think it's a real, real key. And Brian has talked about that both during our conversation and in his book. And there's a tool that you wouldn't think necessarily would help you on that other than in the social media component. But Meet Edgar is really helping me on that front as well, indirectly because it's freeing up my time and yet helping me amplify my presence and message across multiple social networks all at the same time. Meet Edgar is a social media automation tool that was founded in 2014 by Laura Roeder, who was tired of doing social the time-wasty, old-fashioned way. Since then, Laura and the Meet Edgar team have served thousands of small businesses and entrepreneurs, including this one right here, with effortless automation and best-in-class marketing education. That's a key piece too, because I've been spending more time doing study lately. And once you sign up for Meet Edgar, you'll get access to an onboarding coach, live social media marketing office hours and a ton of educational courses to help you really get the most out of social and use meet edgar to do that as well meet edgar has really really helped me out again that indirect capability of freeing up my time so i can spend more time with people deepening those relationships but i'm also able to maximize the reach of every piece of content i put out there which helps me 
garner more relationships. See, Edgar's unique suggested variations turns a single blog post or even podcast show notes into five unique social posts with a single click. You can really amp up your social media output and reach more people just by doing that, by your 5Xing your, your output. And if you've got a blog or a podcast or even a YouTube channel like I do, that RSS feed there, you can hook that up to Meet Edgar and automatically pull in your latest content and add it to your social sharing queue. I'm starting to put that into place. So that way, when I put out a new video on Time Crafting TV or put out a new podcast, the message gets out there and it gets out there cleanly. And also the unique category-based schedule that Meet Edgar offers saves a ton of time. You can keep your feeds active and post the right content to the right network at the optimal time. Now I want you to take advantage of what Meet Edgar has to offer. So here's what you got to do. Head on over to meetedgar.com timecrafting and use the promo code timecrafting to get this, an extended 60-day free trial. That's two months. That's craziness. And you'll be able to get the most out of Meet Edgar. Again, take advantage of that education that they offer. So again, go to meetedgar.com slash timecrafting, use the promo code timecrafting, get that extended 60-day free trial and put Meet Edgar to work for you. And now it's time to share with you my Productivities Podcast Pick of the Week. And this week, I'm choosing Typology by Ian Morgan Cron. Now, if you're into the Enneagram, and I'm, I've been spending some time with it, I'm not completely into it yet, but it's something that I've heard a lot about and read a lot about, but I'm digging deeper into it just because this kind of thing fascinates me. When I was at the Tribe Conference a couple of years ago in Nashville, a bunch of us got together and, and that was the thing like, what's your number? What's your number? And it, it kind of fascinated me. Well, this podcast dives into it. Like, who are we? Who, you know, why do we act and think and feel the way we do? Typology is a podcast that explores the mystery of the human personality and how we can use the Enneagram typing system as a tool to become our best, most authentic self. Some of the episodes that I'm into, Mike Pacquione, who's a friend of mine who's going to be on the show, uh, he was uh, part of, you know, he was interviewed. Don Miller's been uh, on the program. Michael Hyatt, who has been on the program as well, he's been on the show. Um, there's an episode called Enneagram and Coffee. Uh, Allison Fallon, who's a friend of mine, she's been on the show. Lots of great, great episodes uh, worth getting into. So if you've been thinking about like personality tests, and there's lots of them out there, Myers-Briggs, uh, you know, StrengthsFinder, uh, and, we, and we talk a bit more about them, Brian, and I've talked about that during this episode, you're going to want to check out Typology by Ian Morgan Cron. I, you know, again, I'm not a diehard when it comes to this stuff, but it does fascinate me. And if that kind of thing fascinates you, it's worth listening to. So there you go. Typology is my productivity podcast pick of the week. Now, let's get back to my conversation with Brian Dixon here on the Productivities Podcast. Why don't you think people communicate or take the time to do that, though? Like, why is is it fear? Is it ego? Is it a combat? Like, I mean, because there's a so human component. Much. Like, there's so much there. Again, yes. I, I think you're going to start every answer. What's well, it so nuanced? But I guess right. it is. It's, it's very, because once you bring the human element into it, it it's, it's, again, when people look at their to-do list, right. uh, you know, and they yeah. see very objective things like take out trash, you know, if it's personal stuff or mm -hmm. work on, you know, write 500 words for book or whatever it is. But then they see, like, I put things on my to-do list, like make a difference in someone's day. They're like, wow, that's really you know, why do you need <laughs> to put it. that on there? Uh, but for me, if I don't have, cause that's where my attention goes. My attention goes from the calendar. Like you said, like, Hey, that's what's right. the daily right. theme? And we're going to talk a little bit later about a, a day that you specifically theme, but mm -hmm. daily, what's my daily theme. And then I go, okay, today is listening day. Let me look in my to-do list app and see everything I've tagged with listening. And if one of those wow. things is listen to my kids, uh, tell me about what, what their teachers are like before meet the teacher day. I'm like, well, why do I need to put that there? Because it's where my attention goes. And then, then I can lit, 
then I can take that intention, which is to yes. be more connected with my kids, which is my ultimate intention. The the, right. the teacher thing is 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 there, but it's a it's it's a means, right? Right. So then yeah. I can see that. So if someone says like make a difference in someone's day, they're like, well, if I do that, checking off that box feels really darn good, as opposed to like you know take out trash, which also you know. I have a sense of accomplishment, but let's, yes. let's honestly draw the comparisons between those two. And, and you know it. what? Maybe taking out the trash is making a difference in someone's day, right? Totally. I, I think that there's a positive correlation between productivity nerds and achievement nerds, right? Like, right. like we, the reason we want to be so productive is because we want to achieve more. Like we want to, you know, squeeze the joy out of life. We want to, we want to accomplish more things. We want to make a bigger impact. We want to make a bigger income. We want to feel satisfied with our day and that we we lived a life worth living and and one of one of the strategies for that that i teach in the book and so this this is going to check both boxes the the achievement box and also the productivity box is is this concept of um you know instead of looking at your your spouse as your kryptonite which it's really easy to do especially if she's not into all the 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 nerdy productivity hacks that many of us are into mm-hmm. um it's really easy to look at her as our kryptonite like she's slowing us down she's preventing us from getting our stuff done uh she can be your superpower and the and the and the key to that okay the action step is to create a manual so for the you you technology nerds out there like me and I'm raising my hand I can't wait to get the new whatever right before you and I were recording we were talking about all our podcast equipment yep. okay yep so so of course you know I got the Rodecaster Pro I'm and I've already read the PDF manual I've already read the whole thing like I know every little thing that every button does so here's the thing you probably don't know what every little thing every button does for your wife or for your kids and there are amazing tools out there that if you learn them that will improve your relationships. So, hey, go on, like thrive on productivity nerds. Like I love it, okay? So here's here's what I teach in the book. There's four personality tests that I absolutely love. I use it with my team and, and my family as well. There's the Enneagram, which which uh, teaches you basically how do people see the world? Like what are, what are the what are the the what's the color of the lens that they that they wear? Like the glasses that they wear to see the world. So, for example, you know, Julie is a one on the Enneagram, which means the way she sees the world is how can I make it better? And I'm a three on the Enneagram, which is how can I how can I build it? Like, how can I build something bigger? How can I achieve more? Well, me knowing that she is constantly looking for ways to make things better. This actually happened. I got I got back from a from a lunch thing today. I walk in I walk in our living room and all of our furniture, Mike, all of our furniture is completely moved around the entire house. Oh, jeez. And listen. (laughs) I know her manual. Like I know that that's just her living out her Enneagram, which is she's just trying to make things better. And we have company coming over this weekend and she she was just trying to think, she literally says to me, I think there's a way to get more light into the living room. Okay. Yep. So I know that about her. So I'm not surprised. Now I might not be able to change it, but I can work with her. Right. And there's tools and technology that we know we've learned workarounds because you can't change the software necessarily, but you know how it works. It changes from a reaction to a response. Totally. Yes. And an expectation. Like I know. Right. And, and actually I can show up for my people. Like I can really show up for Julie when I know she's always trying to make things better. Like one of my, one of our best date night conversations, a a date night question for us, uh, is me asking her, Hey, what's something we can do that can be even better than the way we're doing it. 
Like she could talk for an hour about that. She <laughs> always has something that could be better. It drives me crazy because I just want to get to the finish line. Right. You know? Um, so that's one, um, the love languages, right? There's, there's the five love languages. So me knowing that her love language is acts of service. Um, um, I mean, your marriage will thrive. Your key relationships will thrive. If you know the way that you give and receive love and the way that the people in your life give and receive love. And so that's a productivity hack. By the way, I'm still trying to figure out my Enneagram number. I've been reading, uh, Ian's book and yeah. I've actually got the big, what is it? The world of the big, the big one, the, the Bible, the, the Bible of it, the world of Enneagram or whatever. I've got those two books and I've been kind of going through it. Pat Flynn and Chris Ducker and a few of us, of us I online. It. I was like, I saw Chris reading Ian's book. It's a little inside yeah. baseball for listeners here, but if you go on it. Facebook, you can find it. We're like, what number are you, Chris? And Pat's like, I'm this. And then, and I'm like, eventually Chris told us, I can't remember what it was, but I'm still looking at it going, which, which, uh, number am I actually, uh, Ian's got a great podcast. So I'll link yes, it in the show does. notes. Ian's podcast. Uh, what's the, what's the, uh, the name of it? It's again? now called typology, right? Typology. Um, yeah. great episode is Mike Pacione on it. Mike's a friend of mine. Love uh, it. it's such a two part episode. So check it out. But yeah, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure it out mainly because of the wings. But anyway, so the Enneagram, the love right. languages keep going, Brian. Yeah. And, and by the way, just mentioning Ian, Ian, Ian and I did a class together on, on Enneagram. So, so I know the Enneagram pretty well and, mm. and I, I learned it through him and, uh, we did a video. You can, you can link it in the show notes as well. Uh, that's on his Facebook page and it's, it's what's the driving question. So, so when you, when you watch that video, it's like, Oh, that's the driving question. Like that's the question. So, so we're all asking this question of ourselves each day. And, and so that's, that's how I think about Enneagram. Like, like I think about it like right now, what I'm thinking, cause I'm an Enneagram three, what I'm thinking is how can I knock it out of the park for Mike? Mm -hmm. Like, how can I be the best podcast episode, you know, guest that Mike's ever had? Cause I'm driven by performance. I'm yeah, driven by achievement. Yeah. Right. And so when you know that about your key relationships, it changes your relationships because you get to kind of see the world through their eyes a little bit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm a three with a two wing. That's so people are going to have to look at that. For me, I think I'm pretty sure a three with a two. Um, yeah. But I, I can tell you right now, <laughs> someone said, you're definitely not. I think he said, you're definitely not an eight. And I'm like, OK, that makes right. sense. But anyway, so you've got those yeah. two. But there's other ones that you also two more. work. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the cold. So K-O-L-B-E and, and Colby is about the way that we work, how quickly we take action. And this is probably where most marriages get in trouble. And this is not just for marriages, by the way, like this mm -hmm. applies to teams as well. So the, the, the two components of Colby that I really like is, is what I've, what I've found is generally in a relationship, there's the fact finder and there's the quick start. And so I'm a quick start. Like if you told me about a thing like right now, I'd probably go order it on Amazon like right away, you know, because I'm like, Mike told me about it. I should go get it. I'm a quick start. I'll take action where somebody else who's more of a fact finder is going to go read all the blogs about the the thing you mentioned and watch a bunch of YouTube videos and take time and and maybe even forget to even order it. You know, right. And if you're married to somebody who's that way, <laughs> where they take like a year to make a decision and you make a decision one minute, like there's going to be tension there. So knowing knowing that and then I'll just go to the, the fourth one, the fourth one. And, and this is more of a business strategy, but works so well in marriage is strength finders. Mm -hmm. You know, what are the five strengths, the five core strengths of, of your partner? So if so, what I'd what I'd recommend you do is go invest in all those tools. They have free and, and paid versions, but I'd say go for the paid ones because you're going to get more data and it's going to help you, uh, you know, it's going to help you implement. And then 
you create the manual. You don't even have to tell your spouse you're doing that, but you create the manual. So what's their Colby? What's their love language? What's what's their strength finder? What's their Enneagram? And then study it. Like read it like you read a manual. You know, read it like you want to learn this productivity tool or this software program. And then you will show up in a different way because you're not just jamming on the buttons, you know, or clicking the wrong thing, you know, in your relationships. And it just makes, it just makes such a difference in the way we can get on the same page. And, and I know for me in doing that, because it's been about two years that I sort of stumbled upon this concept. It was, it was actually my work with Ian really where, wow, the Enneagram helped me. What other tools can help me in my marriage? And knowing these four about Julie has completely changed the way I'll approach her. And when you approach somebody differently, they usually respond differently and it can really improve your key relationships. So instead of getting stuck with shiny new object syndrome, when you want to explore things like tech and stuff, yes. get stuck with shiny you object syndrome and look into shiny you object. I like it. <laughs> Cause you're great at shiny. Uh, you know, that's, so maybe I am a three. <laughs> Probably. With um, so, uh, I want to dig into that theme day that I was talking about. So I theme my days, um, yes. every day of the week has an overarching focus. So that way I know when I wake up in the morning, because again, I'm not a morning person. So as a groggy, you know, getting up at 8am to help, get the kids off to school. I'm not going, what am I going to do today? I'm saying, okay, what day is it? Oh, it's listening day. Okay. What kind of listening am I going to do today? That's my overarching mm -hmm. focus. You've got a day as well that you think is really powerful. Can you share a bit about that? You wrote about it in the book and I want to make sure that, you know, cause I think that when they're talking about like all the stuff you've just said, like, Hey, study this, get to know it, you know, get to build that manual. Um, then you can really apply it on this particular day. Oh, it's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. I, I think having, I love, I'd love to hear more about your theme days. I know, I know your listeners have, have talked about, you know, your, the, the theme days. I, I think it's, it's so important to be able to have the, like to understand, you know, how is it, how is it that I see the world? So I, I think there's a couple of examples. So if you, if you could be a little bit more specific in your question about like, what's the particular day? Cause I'm thinking about my, like my big vision days. Is that what you're talking about or something else? No, I'm, I'm talking about the people first day. So, you know, having oh, yeah, that, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that, that to me, so for example, um, right. when I talk about theme days and I think that this is, this is where, when I look at this distinction, it's like, okay, we all know that, you know, the days are dynamic, right? So for That's example, right. today's listening day, I'm doing focus primarily on podcast stuff, but I'm also going to have to cook dinner at some point. Well, yes. dinner has nothing to do with listening. It, you know, right. it's just something that I need to do. So I will cook dinner. Like I'll put, I can tell you right now, I know what I'm cooking for dinner because I'm a yeah. planner. I will, I would plan 10 days worth of dinners, by the way, my wife will plan four and go, let's just see what happens. So there's some stuff there, <laughs> but, but, it. but nonetheless, um, I will, I will go put the sous vide machine on to cook the chicken so I can actually cook it while I'm working, which okay. is great. I know yes. what we're having. Um, but uh, when once dinner's cooked, I don't say to myself, okay, now what? Because that's a dangerous question because your brain would love to go in a bunch of different directions. Like you said about the totally. office thing, right? Like yes, you traded yes. that time off. My brain needs a place to go. Um, yes. And I think every brain needs a place to go because we're human and humans, that's as we, right. you know, humans are driven largely. I mean, there's this logical component and there's emotional component and we would love to lean into the emotional component as much as possible because it makes us feel good. Logic kind of keeps us, if, if you're too logical, then you're almost too automated. So I, I like to say that there's mm -hmm. these, there's this middle point called reasoned. So for me, theme days give me a reasoned approach to my day. I know that I my that. overarching focus is listening today. There will be other things, but when those other things are done, 
my brain goes, okay, what day is it? Oh, it's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday means listening. In your case with this people first day, it's like, you know what that overarching focus is for that day, which is important, but it doesn't mean that you're only focusing on like figuring out your, you know, how you're going to work with people on that day. It just gives you some place to go. And I think when we were talking about like, you know, getting to know what you are and getting to figure out what those people around you are will really help you with that particular day. Absolutely. So, I mean, there's a few ways to look at it. You know, what, what we decided to do as, as we launched the book is to challenge people that we're reading to pick one day, pick one day and call it people first day and, you know, start with 10 minutes. Like, what can I do that would take about 10 minutes that would put somebody else first? But, but honestly, Mike, like this has just become part of my life now is, is I just look at the key relationships. And as an example, you know, the lady next door, as, as I'm walking my kids to the bus stop and she's walking her kid to the bus stop, like, what would it mean if I showed up as a people first leader for her? Mm-hmm. Like, what can, what can I do? And, and generally there's two questions that I try to ask multiple times a day, probably dozens of times a day now. And those are really simple. The first one is what can I do to make your day? So I, I actually, I brought in my car today cause it needed, you know, a, a tune up. And as I'm leaving the guy, because I, I, you know what, because I asked this question. So, you know, for you achievement focused people, this question really gets you results too, which is awesome. So Greg at the dealership, I asked him, what can I do to make your day? And he said, nobody's ever asked me that before. Like I was buying a car from him and that's the question I asked him because it's just such a natural part of of sharing the message of start with your people. To start with your people means looking at the people in your life, even if they're a guy at the car dealership and saying, what can I do to make your day? And he knew, and and that's the challenge. Most people know where they're stuck. Most people know um, what's the one thing that's like preventing me from like winning the day, you know, like having a good day. And most of the time, it's something really simple. It's it's really just a matter of perspective. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, you know, what can I do to make your day? He said, you know, if you could refer a couple of people, that would be amazing. So I'm like, okay, great. So then sent a couple of text messages. Guys, you need to meet Greg. He's awesome. If you're looking at getting a new car, he treated me so well. I highly recommend him. That meant the world to him, which led to me getting basically a free loaner car for the next couple of days while they fix my car, while they tune up my car. The second question you could ask besides what can I do to make your day is what are you working through right now? And this one is like the secret sauce. If you were to say to your team member or your spouse or your boss or or even, you know, an influencer at a conference, like, hey, it's really nice to meet you. You know, it's kind of a weird question. What are you working through right now? Like if you said you mentioned Pat Flynn before, yep. you know, I, I know Pat pretty well. If, if I were to say to Pat, hey, Pat, what are you working through right now? Like he's going to tell like he'd probably know like yep. he would say, you know, Brian, I'm. I'm trying to figure out this thing and I can't figure it out. And then what I do is I make it my mission to make his day, right? So how can I help Pat get unstuck? Because he's somebody that matters to me. Like I respect his opinion. I, I know that that could lead to really big things for the book and, you know, just opportunity to serve his people well. And so that's what I mean by people first day. Imagine if we took a day, we set it aside and we we, we walk through the day and we're just asking those two questions, you know, the, the kind of the positive version is what can I do to make your day? So the more sort of constructive version is what are you working through? Uh, and, and Mike, it's, it's so funny, like even in target, you know, just even in line at target, the lady asked me, um, you know, how are you doing? I said, I'm great. What are you working through right now? And she tells me, you know, I'm having some conflict with my teenage daughter. I happen to be in education for 14 years. I was a classroom teacher of high schoolers of teenage daughters, you know, for a while, so I had a little bit of advice for her. I gave her some encouragement and and I left having made her day. And I just I just believe that 
that, you know, the pe- the pebble rarely sees the ripple. Like, I just know that, like, I just look at, like, my job is to make an impact for the people in my life. And I will never necessarily know the impact that they make as a result of me impacting them. But I can hold my head up high or put my head, you know, on the pillow at night and say, job well done. You know, like it really showed up for people today. And I think that right there, Mike, is the ultimate definition of productivity, being able to put your head on the pillow and say, I did the best I could with what I had today. I showed up for people well, and I believe I made a big impact. I agree. And and one of the things that's, that's uh, when, when you were, because we, uh, I listened to you talk to Jeff a little bit about this mm-hmm. on his show, which we'll link to in the show notes as well, was um, I remember listening to this and I'm thinking, how do you help people get past this bias? Because as soon as you mentioned, uh, you mentioned something about uh, going to a, a co-working space, you mentioned how much yeah. you liked the co-working space, and then the lady gave you a discount. And then you talked about just now how, you know, you, you talked to Greg and Greg gave you a loaner car. Some people, yeah. some people, I'm not going to say, are going to go, well, are you doing it to get the stuff right? Like, I think that's a an, an, right. a byproduct. But I was just yeah. chatting with a, a, you know a, one of my a, on a recent episode. My buddy Carl Stave talks about bringing gratitude and the idea yeah. of um, you know when you give a gift versus receiving it, you are also receiving something back because the reaction, the response from the person. So at the end of the day, that's right. Um, I don't believe, and I, mean, I, I want to get your thoughts on this. That you I mean, if you didn't get that loaner or you didn't get that discount, it sure. doesn't discount, you know, the, the, you know, what you've done for that person. That wasn't the, that wasn't the intent. It was just a byproduct. It's, it's part of it. I, I I think I agree with you. Like, so yes, I agree with what you said. Uh, but I, I think it's in more a mentality. It's an Mm. abundance mentality. Uh, you know, so, so I happen to be a person of faith and, and so many times in, in the Bible, it talks about holiness and riches and they're so related. And, and my, my point in bringing that up is that, uh, something that you would think is dichotomous, like it's so opposite, you know, like being godly and having money, like they must be very different or, or in, in the example we're talking about, like showing up and serving people or getting what you want. Like those most must be so polar opposite, but I actually think it's just like two sides of the same coin. Mm -hmm. I want the whole coin, you know, I want to show up for people and serve them so well that it just completely knocks their, off, knocks their socks off and makes their day. But here's what I know to be true. When I show up for people, when I serve them well, when I look at their name and, and say their name from their name tag or ask what they're working through, like they, you know, they give you that extra whatever it is, that extra dollop of, of ice cream. You know, it just happens. It happens almost every single day for me where somebody will open something early or give me that bonus or give me that discount or whatever, because I believe that, you know, Brendan Burchard would say, you know, when you walk into a room and I'm sure other people said this too, I just, I know I heard it from him. There's two kinds of people in the world. Those that walk in the room and say, Hey world, here I am. And those that walk in a room and say, Hey, there you are. And when we when we walk in a room and say, "Hey, listen, I, I've got I've got my whole list of productivity things, but what's more important is that I really show up for you," it actually increases your productivity. It does because people show up because you're showing up for them. They're also willing and 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 excited to show up for you. I got to tell you, having gone through a book launch, which is one of those like really wonky things that we do in our world, mm-hmm. and I know you have one coming up, you know, and not yep. too long from now. Yep, like we ask a ton of favors. We mentioned Pat, like Pat shared on social for my book. Like that's awesome. What's in it for Pat? Not a lot, but I know that for the last couple of years, I've shared his stuff. I've showed up for him. I've 
tweeted him his things. I've I've recommended people to his conference and to his courses. And not all the time does an influencer like share our stuff, but but I but nine times out of ten they do. Like it just happens that when you really show up for people and start with your people, that they want to help you too. And so at the, at the end of the day, we we all win. And when it's a way of operating too, I think that's important. I know we've been earlier on, we yeah. mentioned like Chris Ducker, Pat Flynn and people are like, Oh, look that's at those right. names are dropping. Not about at this point. It's, uh, it's funny, maybe early that's on right. when you're first starting it, but now these are just people that are people like, you know that's I right. mean? And so it's it, as if you treat, if, if you create a hierarchy, that's a problem, I think. And that's not what you're talking about. It's like the idea of, I was reading an article yesterday as we get close to wrapping up, but Mr. Mm -hmm. Rogers, and they he they brought up that he was a, I had no idea that he was a Presbyterian minister. I'm not terribly, right. I, I'm, I don't consider myself to be a religious person. Sure. But the idea of love thy neighbor as thyself, because he takes it from Leviticus, I can't remember the verse. You probably know the verse. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly don't. <laughs> uh, and, and the idea of, you know, that's a good message. It doesn't matter yeah. what you, and the fact that he embodied that, Look yeah. what became of it. It wasn't, it, what did he, I mean, he got a lot out of it, but certainly the world got so much more out of it that, like you said, the pebble doesn't see the where the ripple goes, right? Like, I mean, his his legacy right. is lasting for a long, the reason you put out a book like this isn't, you know, it's to see, is to help others. You know, the idea that we're doing this is to help others. And if we can do that as a way of operating, then, then we know what projects to do. Then we know what our, you know, then our purpose is more directed and we are more productive. So I think that those are really, clear messages. What do you want people to do leaving this episode today so they can start with people, you know, other than buying the book, which they're going to do, but what else can they do to start with people starting today? I love it. It's such, it's such a great question, you know, to, to get, to get really personal, my, my next door neighbor, Dan, he's, he's, he was 41. I'm 41. He, he had this just crazy, you know, out of nowhere, heart attack and he passed away like three weeks ago. Mm. And he's my neighbor. Like we, we, we like mulched our, you know, our front yard at the same time, you know, like, like he's my neighbor and he just passed away. And, and it really hit me that like all the strategy and productivity in the world, like, yes, it's important. But at the end of the day, it's our like the, the legacy that we leave is the way that we showed up for the people in our life. And he's, he's a dude that like, he totally showed up for people. Like, he showed up for me. I can I can think of many ways that he showed up for me. That he put his agenda aside and come to, came over to our house and helped me move something or helped me fix something or gave me his insight on something. And so that's that's the challenge that I have for you guys. Look at what. Just pick one person in your life. And there's multiple chapters in the book. Like there's one as an example on difficult people. There's somebody in your life right now that you just don't want to go to the grave with them. That with that unresolved. Or, or maybe it's just your marriage and you're just like, man, oh, I know this could be better just to say, hey, honey, can we clear the air? Like, I just want this thing to improve. Like, can we, can we just have a conversation about it? So I, I just believe that if you just change one relationship as a result of this conversation, that that is going to have such a lasting effect for generations. And that's that's the one thing you can do as a result of, uh, of listening to the show. Hey, Brian, where can people pick up the book and keep up with what you've got going on in, in the world today? Absolutely. Well, we've got it on Audible. So for you audio listeners out there, I read the book, which was really fun. The book is called Start With Your People. So grab it wherever you you download your audiobooks. And uh, you can also take, I've got a little clarity quiz, a 30-second quiz to help you get unstuck 
And you can find that quiz over at my website, briandixon.com. Brian, thanks so much for joining me today on the Productivity is Podcast. It was a blast, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. I'd like to thank Brian for joining me on the program. You can get all of the show notes for this episode by going to productivityist.com slash podcast 270. But then again, if you're listening to this on your device, you can just, you know, touch the the links that are in the show notes and they're, they're already there for you. So you don't even have to go to the website, but there's lots of great stuff at the website beyond the podcast. So you can check that out again, productivities.com slash podcast 270. And you can, you know, share it from there too. In fact, I would love it if you would share this podcast episode with anyone who would benefit from it, you know, and if you are benefiting from this episode and from the podcast in general, a rating or review in Apple podcasts and, you know, in Spotify, wherever you were listening to this program would be also hugely appreciated. Finally, if you want to make sure that you don't miss a single episode, subscribe to the show. Again, you've got the phone or the device in your hand, just hit the subscribe button. That way you don't miss a single episode and you get quick access to all of the archives featuring a a cornucopia of fantastic guests talking about time, attention, productivity, and all things in between. That's it for this episode. And by the way, when when you're looking at the show notes, click on the links of those who support the show, the sponsors. They could use your love as well. So check out what they have to offer. So there you go. That's it. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for uh, for spending time with me today. I would like to start with people when it comes to this. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, want to get in touch with me, email me directly at podcast at productivityist.com. I'm the one that gets those emails, so I will check them out. If you want to get in touch with me, that's the easiest way to do it. But until next time, I'm your host, Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivityist podcast, and I'm reminding you to stop guessing and start going. I'll see you later.